Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing really good. Awesome. Feeling really good. Not bad. Got that pineapple upside down cake drink. Mmm. Yeah. So good. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to episode two. Yeah. All things strange. All things strange. Our podcast where we talk about anything and everything that we deem strange. My name is Kristen. My name is Brittany. And uh, we hope that you enjoy our podcast and listen along. This episode we're going to be talking about like just weird alien abduction stories. Mm -hmm. I know that I myself did like a lot of research just on like this one and it's just it's a little bit crazy. Yeah? Yeah. Do you want to go first? I went first last week so... Okay. But first, yeah. before What's up? we get started, there's that special thing that I wanted to tell you about that I found in my research while I was doing my research. So I just kind of went to Wikipedia and I was just looking up like alien abduction and just kind of going through all the little links. And then I came across one about alien abduction insurance. What? Apparently that's a thing. So <clears throat> it's like... There's companies that offer... I'm trying to absorb this right now. I know. But there are companies that offer alien abduction insurance. The insurance policy is redeemed if the insured person can prove that they were abducted by aliens and returned to Earth. Has anybody been paid out? I don't know. One English company has reportedly sold over 30,000 policies. Shut up. Yeah. 30... How much is it? 30,000. Like, I, I, I couldn't find a price. Oh, so I want to get a quote. We should fucking call should, Farmers Insurance. Call Farmers and Geico. <laughs> Hashtag um, not sponsored. Some companies <laughs> offer policies for alien pregnancy, alien examinations, and death caused by aliens. Yeah, that's... That's like the ultimate life insurance plan. <laughs> I love it. But it's like, uh, when it said, you know, you can prove that you were abducted by aliens and returned to Earth, I mean... What if you weren't? How do you prove it? Like, well, strange markings and a lie detector test, usually. <laughs> Hypnotherapy. That's just, it, it was insane to me. I was like, people actually pay for these insurance policies. And when you look at the grand scheme of things and how many people in the world pay for insurance, 30,000 isn't a large number, mm -hmm. but it's a large number for something. But just like in the this. UK, that's. Just in the UK. I wonder if that's offered in America. I don't know. We should do some calling around. Too bad it wasn't like after business hours or we could do that like right now. On a weekend? <laughs> it's only a Friday. Calm I'll down. put it in my calendar. Yeah, we're going to put it in our calendars. We'll do that Monday. Yeah. Oh my God. I just, I couldn't imagine being like, nope, I really have to pay for this insurance policy. I might not have food on the table, but if I get abducted by those aliens. Insurance first. Always. <laughs> okay, big brother. <laughs> So what's your story? What'd you find? Okay. Um, whoa. I'm, first of all, I'm knocking shit around, but, um, I found a case from, from a lady. She's from South Africa. Okay. Okay. And her name is Elizabeth Clare. And she, she was born. Okay. So she was a South African and she was claimed to have been contacted by extraterrestrials between 1954 and 1963. Um, she was one of the first women to claim to have a sexual relationship uh, with an extraterrestrial. You know, in a lot of the research I was doing, I read about that one guy in Brazil and who was like, no, and then this really hot looking alien came and then we had sex and then she was like, I'm going to have your baby. And I left that ship feeling so mad and pissed off. And I was like, dude. And then I, you know, remembered that in like Brazil... Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a big deal to be macho. So, oh. yeah, he totally got played by this alien, so it made him So mad. it was a dude? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, it was a dude, and this lady alien came in and seduced him, which apparently didn't take very much from what I read. <laughs> she must have had a nice-sized booty if, she's from, if he's from Brazil. They yeah. like the booties there. They do have those Brazilian butt lift workouts, you know. Or just Brazilians. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> To nice. have that Brazilian ass, though. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, Elizabeth. Hey, Elizabeth. Claire. Um, she was born in 1910 to a wealthy family in the Muay River in Natal. Mm -hmm. uh, she grew up fascinated by the Zulu folklore and told... <clears throat> 
to her by her family's native African workers, and she was especially intrigued by the stories of sky gods going up into the sky and vowing to someday return. Why are you laughing? <laughs> this is not funny. This is serious. <laughs> the sun gods, like, were South Africans, also once previously Mayans. Because that's just... I had this picture of, like, these people in South Africa just with this, like, Mayan headdress on. <laughs> Whoa. Sun gods. That would have been, like, pre-Pangea because it's, like, totally the wrong. Yeah. Wrong. Hey, you never know, man. Oh, wait. Isn't Pangea the... Yeah, the one where the continent split? Okay, so that was... Was Pangea the act of them splitting or was that when they were together? Yeah, um, sure. All right. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, you heard it here, folks. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, okay. I don't know what to think about this bitch's story. All right. Um, <clears throat> she, <clears throat> she read this book by another gentleman. And this particular gentleman, his name is George Adam Adamski. And she read this book in the 1950s. And after she read the book, suddenly she remembered some UFO uh, sightings she'd experienced during her childhood. Oh, I'm sure she did. Uh, that's Yeah, that's that's what kind of throws the kink yeah. in it. But then, uh, there, I'll get to it. All right. Okay, on two separate occasions, she saw a giant flying disc in the sky. At age seven, she and her older sister had their first supposed alien encounter outside their parents' farmhouse in KwaZulu-Natal Midlands. Claire claimed that they witnessed a plummeting pockmarked meteor, which was intercepted by a silver disc bathed in pearly luster. After the second sighting, a ball of light floated into her house. So this is all just when she was a kid. Into her house? Into her house. So, like, were they outside watching this meteor being intercepted? Well, I think that the ball floating into her house was a totally separate occasion. okay. Okay. Yes, because she said after the second sighting... That's and then she saw the ball fl- float into her house. So. It's ghosts. It's it's, it's not aliens. Yeah, it's she's just at that point. <laughs> what is it? She's like attractive to them, to anything fucking weird. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So she. Okay. Here's the thing about this lady. She's very very accomplished. Um, she went to Saint Anne's Diocesan College, and I don't even know the fucking name. It's like Pete's Marisburg, and sure. then she. Yeah, it's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like to summer there. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I you go do. hang out with D Antward when you're there. Oh, I do. <laughs> They're my Did you reenact Chappie? Oh, God. That's terrible. No. <laughs> um, okay, so anyway, so she went to um, a college. She moved to Florence, Italy to study art and music. And wow. then she completed a four-year diploma in meteorology at Cambridge University in England. Of course. And then she learned to fly light mm-hmm. aircraft. Um, after studying music and meteorology, she served as a pilot in the South African Air Force during World War II. And then she later became an agent for Royal Air Force Intelligence. Well, she's done a lot more with her life than I've ever done with mine. <laughs> that's for fucking sure. Including had a sexual relationship with an alien. So maybe like it's kind of like an Albert Einstein mm-hmm. thing where it's like they're super smart, but they're also super crazy. Yeah, like Howard Hughes. Oh, yeah, Howard Hughes. Write that shit down because we're going to talk about that in Okay, so I mean, she's very accomplished. Like, she really did some stuff in her life. <clears throat> so basically, she read this guy, this guy George Adam Adamski's. It's like Adamski. <laughs> That's how you say his last <laughs> name, Adamski. Um, he wrote a book called "Flying Saucers Have Landed" in 1953, and she recalled that she'd been receiving occasional telepathic messages from a friendly space alien named Akon. Which is cracks me up because that's like Akon is like one of my favorites. No, shut like, up. <laughs> sing it. No, I, I, you cannot get me to sing it. So There's she no started way. talking to Akon from the future, apparently. Akon and, and Young mm-hmm. Jeezy too. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Okay, so here's the deal about Akon. So in George Adamski's his Flying Saucers book, mm-hmm. he, um, he had talked about a particular alien he talked to, but Akon, which is our girls, it's her alien they are unrelated um so his space friend's name was orthon so akon and his co-pilot what's like what what's that i was just gonna say akon orthon i mean they could be brothers you know how parents like to make names right apparently orthon (laughs) is from like venus or something i haven't read his book probably never will (laughs) i'm just saying (laughs) 
So, but um, Akon and his co-pilot, they were both astrophysicists, and they eventually let Claire board their spaceship. Um, they told her that they came from Metton. And the interesting thing about Metton is Claire said that um, it was in the planet, a planet in the galaxy of Alpha Centauri. And that's actually a fairly new development that it was just discovered that an exoplanet orbiting the Alpha Centauri system is just 4.22 light years away, which looks like it could have a good possibility of hosting life. Really? Yeah. So then there's that wrench that she totally threw Wait, in. When was this universe, like, when, not universe, when was that um, Centauri discovered? Yeah. Or the host planet that could possibly have life? Yeah. Either one. really like really recent. I want to say within the last twenty years, okay, if not even that's, sooner. That that's a, a huge game changer. Like if that's something that wasn't like discovered like in the fifties mm-hmm. or anything like that, then yeah, how, how would she know? So the things she was talking about was really advanced. Yeah, so, and I'm sure it sounds fucking nuts. Oh my god, we're all gonna die. We might. We might. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so she became friends with the aliens and they continued making um, visits to her. She was able to take photos of the ship from Drakensburg Mountains on July 17th, 1955. I've actually seen the photo. I cannot tell if it's been a fake or not, but it's a pretty damn clear photo of this UFO. Um, She said that there was actually similar arrangements made by Adamski with Orthon in 1952. Oh. Yeah, so it's kind of like she's basing her experiences off of this author, but then she's also talking about things that the author didn't necessarily talk about either. Huh. So, Claire, our girl, she managed to call down Akon and his scout ship on April 7th, 1956. Like, she is, like, super dead on with her dates. And he actually landed, and she was carried up to the mothership in Earth orbit. And now this is where the story becomes a little different different than our standard um <clears throat> okay so she was eventually transported in 1957 to akon's home planet metton i don't know if it's metton or meton m-e-t-o-n i think it would be metton metton yeah that sounds good in alien language um because <laughs> you speak it so well yeah, that's right i do i'm fluent <laughs> i'm fluent um so she um yeah, so she went up to this Meton, Meton planet, and her and Akon decided that they really dug each other, and they decided to start doing it like little bunnies, and oh. she delivered a baby. Oh, my goodness. It was a boy, and his name was Eiling, A-Y-L-I-N-G. Eiling. Eiling, I, I like Eiling so like, better. I would say Eiling, like alien. Oh, see, I was thinking Eiling, like he's ailing, he's sickly. No, I would say Eiling, like alien. Huh. My story, Ailing. Eiling. <laughs> no, I, I like Eiling, not Ailing. <laughs> okay, but what Anyways. she did was she left Eiling, her son, um, in Meton to be educated while Clara came home. Um, the reason why, okay, so this is a little bit about Meton, which I thought was really interesting. Um, she said that it was a utopia and it's free of crime. And greed and poverty, it doesn't have any of those things. So the inhabitants of this planet, they look just like humans, but they're kinder, taller, and better looking. So I'm thinking it's a lot like Norway. Um, <laughs> Gotta love that yeah. Norway, yeah, though. Yeah. Or the Sweden. You know, one of those places with tall, beautiful, blonde yeah. people. Um, she said that the Metonians could live for thousands of years and re- even able to reincarnate after death, like a <gasps> phoenix. Can we go? Yes. I want to be part of that. Maybe one day. Okay. They dressed in beautiful silk clothing and ate only natural food. They didn't care for sports, but loved art and music. So this is where I'm like, mm, I don't know. Because I, if I was going to make up a perfect planet, I'd say they didn't care for sports either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they never married or divorced, but they had very large families. Uh, the Metonians adored children and were fond of keeping pet birds. There was no need for schools or books because communication and learning were all done through telepathy. Technology and spirit, spiritually, the Metonians were thousands of years ahead of Earthlings. Oh. Mm-hmm. So this is what she told people in the, well, this is what she experienced in the 50s. She actually didn't write her book until like 1980 or so. Hmm. So, okay. So how long do you think that would take? You know, um, got to get down with your lover, have a baby, go to a different planet, live there for a while. 
I don't know. I mean, if you consider all the space travel travel in between, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a pretty considerable amount. But then again, they also have more advanced technology. True. So I would say to have a baby, to kind of stay there for a while, I would say she was there for about 15 years. 15 years. Yeah. Let's go with four months. <laughs> no, there is no fucking she, way. I'm telling you, man. That's no. what she said. What the fuck? She's fucking full of it. I don't know. She's that's a, true. She's a meton. Because you know what? They might have maybe they, maybe like gestation stages of like a rat or but something. But she's still a human being. That doesn't matter if you're throwing alien seed in there. Okay, so she said the whole process, the trip, lovemaking, pregnancy, delivery, and return trip required less than four months. That is... Yeah. So as much as she liked the planet, she had difficulty li- living there, she said, because of the atmosphere. Um, she had heart problems and they were caused by a magnetic field around the planet or within the planet. So she went back to earth after four months. Um, she said occasionally she would still receive visits from Akon and her son, Ailing. Ailing. Fuck. You got me saying Ailing. <laughs> You're welcome. The latter, um, he became an astrophysicist, just like pops. Oh, mm-hmm. following daddy's footsteps. Um, Claire, she didn't publish her book beyond the light barrier until 1980. And, on his world lecture in the late 1950s, that gentleman that inspired her, George mm-hmm. Adamski, he made a point of visiting South Africa and looking up Claire for a chat. And um, they talked about a variety of experiences with the friendly Space Brothers, I guess, you know, quotations. Mm-hmm. Um, she said by that time, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she said uh, by that time, Claire uh, was not the only Adamski follower to experience. Uh, to claim space motherhood. Did I say that correctly? Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> she died, Elizabeth, she died of breast cancer at age of 84. And she was in the middle of writing her second book, The Gravity File. And it was unfinished. And Claire insisted that her story was true up until her death. So she never denied never it. Never once faltered. Never once. And the book would have been, would have filled in the gaps for the first besides explaining Akon's electrogravity propulsion technology. And one thing I didn't put in my notes is that Claire, not only was she accomplished early in life with all of her education, um, she also had quite a few accolades from like mostly like UFO, like UFOlogists groups. Huh. Yeah. Like, quite a few like standing ovations and she was a case study and people were just like all about her that's crazy yes that was yeah i thought that was really interesting but she was the first one to openly claim that she had sexual relationship with an alien well if she's (laughs) that's what caught my attention and the thing is too is that i'm kind of having a hard time with is you know this other planet that you know hasn't been discovered up until recently and you know her book wasn't published until the 80s and i don't think it was still discovered then but the met no i don't think it was yeah i I don't don't have internet access right now but maybe um, i do well either way we're just gonna say that because (laughs) it was it was really recent from what i can from what i can tell there's no way i don't know four months i know but that's just so weird because she's really inspired after this guy writes a book but then she's talking about advanced things that they didn't know about in the 50s yeah so i don't know how to feel about her i don't i don't know how to feel like half of me wants to say she's a complete nutso yeah i feel like i don't know do you think it could happen i think it could happen yeah the universe is big enough anything's possible yeah i feel I mean, it's <laughs> really really was well, not selfish Self-centered yeah. of people to think that we're the only beings in the whole entire fucking yeah, universe. That's I know, insane. Right? I, I, I hate when people think that because it's like, well, it and you know what? The, it's the people who are also overly religious. They'll believe in, you know, their higher beings. And yet when it comes to aliens, they're like, nope. oh, no, no way. There is absolutely no way. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, but... Yeah, like, and a lot of, you know, like, 
religious people are starting to understand not everybody's going to believe what you want to believe or coming a little more open in the world. Yeah, exactly. And like, they're starting to open up to, you know, people's beliefs a little bit more and being like, they're not going to like obviously believe what everybody else believes. They're still Mm going to have theirs, but they're also not going to be like, oh, well, you're completely batshit insane. You know? So I don't know. It's just, it's just so weird. I I find it strange as a mother that she would leave her child. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. In another planet. I mean, it's not like she lived at her friend's house for yeah. a while, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's just fucking weird. Well, and if they had that kind of advanced technology, don't you think that they would have come up with something for her heart? That's what I was thinking. I was just going to say that. It's like, if she was having heart problems, and these aliens are so, you know, humanoid, they're so, like, humans, it should be pretty easy with their technology for them to figure out, like, some sort of a, quote-unquote, pacemaker, I'll keep her heart going. <laughs> Just fucking hit her in the chest real quick. Get that shit beaten. She'll be all right. That's <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Just take, like, just... Just go back, get some meth, and just inject it right in her heart. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> She'll live. They're gonna Walter White the fuck out of her. Oh, my God. You know, you know the meth heads on that planet are making that clear blue I don't know. It's a utopia. I know. Utopia. What utopia doesn't have drugs? I don't know. That's a great question. Yeah. That's Even funny. if they have, like, their own version of, like, weed or peyote or... Oh, they got something. Oh, yeah. They've got to have something. I want it on it. It's going to be all... It it's going to be, like... What is it? MK Ultra? MK that one? Ultra. But better. <laughs> no. So much better. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, we're going to talk about MK Ultra at some point, too. Oh, or like, yeah. government experiments or something. Yeah. yeah that'd be fun. MK so Ultra, Agent okay. Orange, mm-hmm. you know. Agent Orange was sad. That was incredibly sad. And I was actually thinking because I, I watched a video today on mm-hmm. uh, D.B. Cooper. Ooh, and that's so an interesting case. I had another idea for another episode, which was just like disappearances. <gasps> Girl, mm. I got books on that shit. Oh, yeah. you know. And I have, I just bought that whole book on um, Irish ghost stories, too, so... Cool. That one would be nifty. Just yeah, disappearances or like yeah, people that have disappeared or just disappearing cases. I think would be cool. Yeah. Like, it'd be great if we could get any Facebook followers. We could totally have like ideas oh for my topics. God, I know. Listener, <laughs> tell your friends, <laughs> Melissa. Tell your friends. <laughs> Here's hoping. <laughs> right. All right. All right. I want to hear all about your fun alien abduction story. My fun alien abduction story Mm -hmm. is about a woman who's probably about... Another woman? Yeah. Do you think it's more common for men or women? I actually didn't find it either way. Um, I feel like it's more common for men to claim it. Yeah, it might be. But I... When I was doing my research, I, I, I thought it felt pretty balanced between men and women. It's yeah. just that this woman's, like, I came across this article on educatinghumanity.com, um, which is a total, like, B-rated um, website. It's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a good website, but it's, like, like not, BuzzFeed. like, yeah, but worse. Not as put together. At least BuzzFeed is organized crime. Fuck you, BuzzFeed. <laughs> I know. God. That Harry Potter issue really At least get out. new moderators in your Harry Potter group, for fuck's sake. Yeah, neither Ones who know about Harry Potter. <sighs> oh, that, we'll, we'll have a whole episode on that, thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so she's about 70. I She lives in or around Cardiff in Wales. Okay. Um, Over in that area. She claims that from the time she was probably about five years old up until, like, recent times, like, the... How old is she? She's 70. Is she alive still? Yeah. Cool. At least from what I could find. I couldn't find anything on her passing. Okay. Um, at least the one story I have was from the latest one that I could find was from August 2009. Do you see all wow. these notes that I took? Like, Girl, so you better condense that shit. And I, I know. I'm just going to, like, paraphrase most of it, but... You know, um, so she claims to have been abducted multiple times in her life starting at age five. And she also claims to have, like, just encounters, like, at mm-hmm. her house and um, things like that. Um, 
from like the early on years, her mom would put her out in the yard, in the garden, in the front yard to play, and she would have the gate locked. And all of a sudden, her mom would be missing time. And her mom would be missing. Her mom time? would be missing time. Yeah, and she would like just kind of realize maybe that something wasn't right. Run out to the front yard. Gate still locked, and Hillary is nowhere to be found. Her name is Hillary Porter. Did I say that? Nope. Her name is Hillary Porter. Everybody. <laughs> And Hillary would be nowhere to be found. Okay. But when... So what's the second? The 50s? Yeah. No, like, no, I guess if she's 70s. So this would probably be in like the 30s. Uh, I, I don't remember. Uh, I know I have it somewhere. I just, okay. I'm so no, unorganized cool. in all my notes usually. Um, anyways, so she... <clears throat> oh, that's where it is. Um, she would be playing in the yard. Mom would lose time and then would go out to the yard and wouldn't be able to find her. They would start a search, and she would be, like, maybe, like, a quarter mile, half mile away from the house. Weird. Yeah. Just. Hanging out. Yeah. I I mean, that's what I said. So, I found this video. I found that article on educatinghumanity.com, and it was pretty much this video kind of summed up, but this video was a little bit more in-depth. And it's from the Swansea UFO Network. Okay. Um, they are a UFO network in Swansea. I came across Swansea. Oh, did you? I did. Yeah. Okay. So this is um, their video called The Hillary Porter Files. Okay. And they sent somebody out to Cardiff to interview her, and she went over two of her stories of being abducted. One of them was early September 1970. She was traveling with her boyfriend at the time from Ireland back down into Wales. Okay. And um, it was the middle of the night. It was about 1.15 in the morning, and she really stresses that, you know, they were in this really old mini, and it had, like, no shocks, no springs. So it was so really So you're telling me ride. her boyfriend was in the IRA. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. They're probably transporting explosives. Anyway, um, sorry. Sorry, so listener. I'm it's the middle wrong. of the night. It's a really bumpy ride, and there's no springs or anything. So okay. she's like, obviously, there was no sleeping and, yeah, that. you know, things like that. So that she could easily. Terrible. I know. Ride a horse, for fuck's sake. That's terrible. <laughs> so she could easily differentiate whether or not she lost time. And, um... She, let's see here. They made it to Swansea, and she can't remember the um, journey from Swansea to almost Cardiff. And the next time they remember, they were in Cardiff, and she felt, like, incredibly ill. And that's one thing that she always kind of, like, came up, Mm -hmm. you know, she was like, every time that I've been abducted or had an encounter, I've always felt incredibly ill with a migraine, just nauseous, and she just did not feel good afterwards. And um, her boyfriend looked at the car dashboard, the, mm-hmm. you know, everybody knows what that is. <laughs> um, and their car had more gas in it than it should have at that point. It, they should have used a lot more gas than what was showing. So like, instead um, of like a quarter tank, it was like three quarters. Three quarters full. of a tank. Yeah, okay. exactly. Um, they just kind of continued on. They had to cross this big bridge, which they had to pay for in stamps, she said, which I guess that's the way you did I know, this is in nineteen seventy. stamps? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Maybe I got that wrong. I didn't no, know. No, I I'm, I'm bet you it's like some sort of like government issued. Yeah, probably. Type of thing. So like a toll. Um, obviously, it's some sort of toll and you had to, instead of just paying them money, you had to like mm. buy stamps. You know, just make things easier. Yeah, that's true. Instead of just giving people fucking money. I just don't know how any of that works because I was born in the 80s, the late 80s, <laughs> the almost not 80s into the 90s. <laughs> Ah, oh, when food stamps were stamps. Uh, <laughs> and so the good old days. They they paid across this big bridge um, to get into Cardiff. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they kind of just went about their day. They didn't think much of it. Because at that point, they hadn't realized that they'd lost any time. It was just that they should have had less gas than what they had. Hmm. Um, a happy surprise. Yeah. So they went to the bank to get money and to get sorted out with food. Because um, her boyfriend at the time was like, well, you should have gotten something to eat. Because she did have, like, a migraine issue and he was always you know pretty protective over and like you need to eat you need to eat you need to eat so that's why he thought she felt ill so they went to the bank they got some food and then they went home she found um when they got home she found a triangular mark on her side almost as if a suction cup brought like blood to the surface of the skin okay um, like how when you give yourself a hickey with a vacuum? Yeah. Gotcha. But yeah, triangles. Exactly. Yeah. So it's more fun. But triangles. <laughs> but um, it was like, it was bright red. It wasn't like um, 
purpley purple or anything like that. And he was just like, well, I kind of told you it was like a bumpy ride. And, and she could hit it on the door She handle. could hit it. And he, she, she was like, I would have remembered if something like that happened. And she said it was just like a perfect triangle. It wasn't. Do like, you ever hit yourself, though, and like come up with random bruises? No, I come out, come up with random bruises when I don't hit anything that I know of. See, I'm so goddamn clumsy. I come you up with are. random. <laughs> How's your foot, by the way? It fucking, it's sore. <laughs> yeah. That it was... looks a lot better, though. Thanks. It looks yeah. pretty. It doesn't feel pretty. Well, the the bruising between your toes is going away. <laughs> that's a nice, that's a nice thing. So, so okay. thanks for asking. Yeah. Seven years later, after this whole night... Um, she started having flashbacks, mm-hmm. um, she's, of the abduction. Uh, she went kind of like, almost like into this one vision. Okay. And it was a beach scene and I lost my spot. Sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> because actually I'm going to kind of write down questions. Oh, I kind of already wrote down all over that thing. I'm okay but. with that. It's cool. <laughs> I was like. I'll find a spot. Yeah, you will. Um, so she has this flashback. It's like a beach scenery in the afternoon. People are walking around, but the aliens are on the beach walking around. These people, these people don't notice that the aliens are there. Oh, um, oh okay. So it's a beach on Earth. Yeah. Yeah. It's all on Earth. And she says that she knows that the spacecraft is there, but they won't let her see it because everything's all like telepathic right now at this point. And then um, she went onto the beach and she met up with this six foot alien with green overalls and a box strapped to his chest a box a box like a bomb like no apparently it was like some sort of like um like device i was just thinking maybe they got the the heart thing figured out oh maybe maybe (laughs) not like those fucking idiots at meton so he's got this box strapped to his chest she can't see the other aliens faces but she can see this one tall alien's face um that's weird just the one huh yeah so the tall alien says to her telepathically she thinks because this is all like a flashback vision fucking weird right get out of my fucking head like we couldn't have a podcast (laughs) nobody would know what we'd be saying to each other i know but anyways um, he says to her through possible telepathy um when i move the buttons on this box box there's going to be a seismic test done on the beach and i'm taking this like quotes that she said from mm-hmm. the video a seismic test so like yeah. an earthquake yeah when the people feel it they're going to get angry and when they get angry we have got to run and so he ran the test and then yelled run and they he was right you know the aliens like the alien dude was right the humans were chasing them so she ran and followed his instructions on where to run, you know, like up this hill and then past these houses mm-hmm. and um, just, you know, through this alleyway. And like they kind of like went down a little bit too into like something she didn't even know was there that might not really be there. And they rushed down to this car, to these car like objects. And when she went to the passenger side of it, it was like a dome shape. When she went to the passenger side of it, she realized it was like an 18 to 20 foot craft. Oh, and or she realized she was actually in America and went to the driver's <laughs> side. <laughs> same thing, same thing. <laughs> God, that's one of my fears about, like, traveling internationally is driving. knowing how to drive. Yeah, you just use the railway system. You'll be good. That's true. I like that. But then people stare at you. Ugh. One, like time, one time in London when I was on the tube. Um, sorry, I don't tube. mean to, like, get you off. No, you're fine. On the tube. Topic, but some dude fucking puked all over the place. Of course he did. It was disgusting. Was there a football match on that day? <laughs> I don't got, uh, fu- I don't know. They drink a lot. Well, they did. I drank a lot. Yeah, I'm sure you did. <laughs> I did. I was 18. <laughs> Turned 18, I could drink all I wanted there. So, in this video, she has, and sh- she draws pictures of most of her encounters, if not all of them. Okay. And so she had this picture of kind of like what it was like inside of the craft. So if you picture it, mm-hmm. she's got it kind of like squared off a little bit. In the middle, she's got like a long-ish table with eight high back chairs around it, like four okay. here, four here. And then over here, she's got like an alien sitting at a console that uh, apparently had a map on it. Okay, and then, so like he's commanding. No, because then there was one up here, and this guy was like... Or he's navigating one another. Yeah, one was navigating, and this guy, I think, was driving. And so she went over to kind of, like, look at the the console of the navigator, 
and she noticed this um this bright light just kind of like flying across this map that was all gridded out it was all gridded and and this was in the 70s yeah okay and this was in the 70s and so she noticed this bright light just shooing across this this map and she could kind of hear them talking back and forth to each other in their native language and then she realized that that bright light was their ship, the one that she was on. Um, she doesn't remember anything after that. Could she understand their language, do you know? I don't know. Hmm. She didn't really specify. I don't think so. Okay. So, um, so yeah, she doesn't remember anything after that. She um, did contact a researcher who told her the spot that uh, she was at between Swansea and Cardiff was an abduction hotspot. Um, and she has also passed various tests about her abductions and has oh. passed them all with flying colors. Like human tests? Yeah. Like cool. lie detector tests, hypnotherapy, mm-hmm. you know, the standards really is, is what they are. Weird. And that's just like one of her encounters. And she's got like, She's got, like, you know, I read one One of them was um, she was just standing in her house, and then there was just one in her house. And... What? Yeah. And they it don't fucking just, knock? That's right. rude. I know. And then this one, this one was kind of, like, weird, because she was, like, she had a friend, Janet, that she kind of grew up with, and her daughter, Janet's daughter, was having a problem with abductions. And so she wanted Hillary to go and talk to her. Well, Hillary was kind of, like, reluctant at first because um, she had a severely autistic daughter and she just wasn't sure about the travel and things mm-hmm. like that. And so when Janet said that she had a bungalow that she could set them all up in, her and her now boyfriend, Ken, and her daughter, then she was just like, okay, yeah, that's fine. And then she just, you know, she gets to Janet's, or no, she's going through Cardiff. Okay. And she's going under this bridge and she hears this really loud, deafening acoustic noise is how she mm-hmm. described it. Okay. And it was just, like, something that just made her heart pound. I'm, I was wondering if it was, like, a frequency to trigger some sort of, like, memory or Ooh. just something. That's that's just yeah, kind of what that. I thought, you know, listening to her talk about it. And she just kind of just kept going. It made her, you know, heart race a little bit, but she just kept going and finally made it to Janet's out in about three hours, which is about what it takes her. Mm-hmm. And then when she gets there... Janet's daughter has a boyfriend that doesn't want her to talk to Hillary. And so it was kind of like the reason she went there was kind of like a bust. Um, But the entire time, they were there for the weekend. Mm -hmm. And the entire time, you know, they tried doing things to, you know, enjoy themselves and kind of hang out their lifelong friends. And they just want to spend the time together. Janet and Hillary. Janet, yeah, Janet and Hillary. Um, And so they just kind of... the thing is, is the entire weekend um, at night, Sorry. I keep saying his name is Kevin. His name is Ken. Okay. His name is Ken. It's close. I did the, I, I it probably through. sounds like uh, Kevin and when they speak in their accent. So no, I have no idea what it was because every time she said it, I was like, no, it's Ken. And I like literally crossed it out so many times. Wait, you just kept writing <laughs> Kevin? Yeah, I just kept writing Kevin. I think you've been watching Ken. Despicable Me too many times. Probably. Yeah. I love that movie. <laughs> Anyways, so Ken, you know, just noticed that she was really restless at night. Um, not sleeping very well, but she was asleep, but she was just moving around a lot and she had kind of like an uneasy feeling the entire time. That Sunday they went on like a nice exploratory drive just to enjoy the day before Sunday tea time or whatever. And they ended up on this beach and then they, um, went back towards Swansea and then they stopped so Ken could take some pictures and, um, they made their way back to Janet's house and, you know, Janet was with them the entire time. Um, and then she was restless again that night to sleep and they were going home okay. the next day. So, and she was the driver, so she had to get, you know, rest and, but she was restless, restless again that night. And Ken said it was a lot more than it had been the previous nights. And, um, so she woke up the next morning, she went to the bathroom and noticed her eye was swollen and bruised what? and she couldn't see out of it. Like it was really bad. And Ken hadn't seen it at a point. So he mm-hmm. went to show him. Or she went to show him, and he was like, what happened? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she believes that she was fighting back against being abducted again. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it she hasn't had any flashbacks about abduction at that time so she thinks that she may have been restless just as kind of like a fighting back type thing Mm -hmm. and since sunday was the last night then that was just kind of like you have to come with us and she was like oh hell no yeah and fought back and ended up getting a black eye so when she would disappear is it only for like a few hours at a time yeah so it's not like days or Mm -hmm. months or no i never saw oh um there was a few other things wait Maybe. All I, all I read was just hours. I never read anything okay. about days. Um, but there's just a few more little cool little pieces here. I want to know. She's interesting. So she met Ken around 1994. Okay. Um, and they, because she started reaching out about the abductions and trying to find more people and in the area and things like that that have been having problems. And so she met Ken. And that's when they started their group called BEAMS which stands for British Earth and Aerial Mystery Society. Mysteries Society. I love it. Yeah, right? And she's part of another group that I didn't write down, Mm -hmm. but it was like a lot of letters that started with an A. I think it was A-M-M-O-C-H. Probably like Assholes Anonymous. Probably. That's where I'm going with. (laughs) Um, She, let's see here. So they they still operate that, the Beams group. Um, she did have a missing pregnancy. Ooh. Um, and I, it might have happened more than once, but the aliens would impregnate her and then take the fetus later on. Yeah. So they would impregnate her, send her back down to Earth. She would be pregnant. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden she would wake up and the baby was gone and the doctors weren't you know, giving her any sort of clear answers. They didn't even want to, like, broach the subject because maybe they thought she was a little bit crazy or... And I'm, I'm, I'm imagining... But her body, like, the medical... Like, they said she was pregnant. I don't... I honestly don't know because of the time... Gotcha. That the time that all this would have happened that she necessarily sought prenatal care because back then it probably wasn't as important. Yeah. I mean... You could get by without... You could. I, I, I've watched a lot of Call the Midwife, so I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but this would probably be in the 80s. When well, she's doing same it. thing. I mean, they're almost in the 80s in Call the Midwife. I think That's they're true. In the they're 70s halfway now. there. Yeah. I think that the season I'm in, though, they might be in the 70s. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm really 60s. behind. You are. I'm, really still, I'm still like late 50s, early 60s. Oh, my God. This last week's episode, I bawled like a baby. It was awful. And it had nothing. Don't to do, it had nothing to do with the baby. That's why I stopped watching it so much because I just cried every fucking episode. It was ridiculous. Okay, but then you want to watch This Is Us? No, I never said that. I was just wondering what the hell it was. <laughs> it was really good. It, it is really good. You should watch it. <laughs> okay, about triplets. <clears throat> okay, anyway, okay. we'll talk about that later. So the last little tidbit I had here is the most interesting to me, mm-hmm. but it's also um, not the most recent. But it happened in two thousand and three. So, in oh, I'm sorry, you are so not boring. I apologize. I've just been up since three. No, you're fine. <laughs> I know. It's, it's been, been forever. <laughs> it has been a long, 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 long day. <clears throat> I'm actually pretty freaking tired myself because I could not sleep last night. I was restless. Maybe that's, maybe that's why we don't have the banter that we usually do. Probably. Sorry, listener. I promise next week we'll we're be so much more fucking fun. funny this time. You're just going to have to get the fuck over it. That's what I'm saying. Jesus. <laughs> Hang in there. Hang, Hang in there. Hang in there. Hang might, in there, you. We might try to get some witty banter out at the end. Depends yeah. on how drunk we get before then. <laughs> okay. So, in 2003, I'm just going to read it how I wrote it here. Okay, cool. Um, 2003 that's not that long ago no it is not that long ago that's yeah. at least in this century yeah exactly um, she had phone problems at her home it just wasn't working so she contacted the that does not say contact I spelled contacted c-o-n-t-a-t-e-d contacted <laughs> phonetically contacted she got okay. contacted <clears throat> oh no I dropped my contacts <laughs> Okay, so she contacted the phone company, and within minutes, in the amount of time it took her to hang up her phone and go walk into the front yard, because she was doing some gardening, Mm -hmm. um, a guy showed up saying that he was the worker for the phone company, which, I mean, it's it's 
it could be pretty legit because he could have just been like right there in the area and or gotten there was like all. an yeah, or there's like a whole area outage. Yeah, or... exactly. So that kind of part seems really plausible, but for him to be like right there at our house within just this few seconds, it took her to hang up and walk outside. Mm. That's a little because let's be honest. Usually the hours are between eight and ten years from now. Yeah, and you got to stay home from work. Exactly, exactly. Every day between those eight and ten years. <laughs> <laughs> if you need to go to the grocery store, I don't know what to fucking tell you. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You're back. Sorry. Yep. Sorry. Um. So he shows up, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm your phone company guy," and blah blah blah. And she doesn't really think too much of it. Okay. Has him come inside and whatnot as he comes in he kind of like looks around at her house like some people do when you go into somebody's house you look around notice um a picture that she had of a ufo on one of her walls Mm -hmm. and he commented on it you know saying that's a really nice photo um that's a nice photo (laughs) on how nice it was that's fucking yeah um so she asked him if he was interested in ufos and he said yeah very much so like, <laughs> do you got one to buy? Yeah, no shit, right? Are you selling? <laughs> but it's just like, it's it's kind of like, you know, just coming across some stranger that has the same interest, interest yeah. as you. So so he saw this picture. Yeah, so he saw the picture, commented on it. Um, He fixed her phone. And then, which only took a couple of minutes. And then the weird thing is, is he started pulling out his wallet to show her pictures of his wife and his, his young child and... You know, just family photos, like okay. kind of like an old grandpa would do. Yeah, like, oh, on let a me bus. show you my kids. Hey, you're sitting at the bus stop with me. I fucking care about your kids. Yeah, exactly. yeah, whatever. Yeah, show me those so. pictures. <laughs> I'll so. just ooh and on and tell you how great they are, but I don't really fucking mean it. I'm like, no, yeah. seriously, go away. Yeah, GTFO. I got my own kids to worry about. I ain't got to worry about yours too. <laughs> bitches. <Fuck. laughs> Except for yours, Melissa. We we consider him ours too. Yeah, we like Carter. Um. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, they kind of got along pretty well, and it was a little weird, but it wasn't, like, overly weird. It was mm-hmm. fine enough to where, um, she invited him to stay for lunch, and he accepted. Okay. Cool. And it's, it's just, like, you friends. know. Yeah, friends. I mean, they didn't have to worry about that 9-11 stuff over there, right? Nope. Nope. It's 2003. They don't have to worry about it. <laughs> um, sorry. Come, Mr. Taliban, Talimi Bananas. <laughs> Oh, my God. We're going to hell. Oh, I'm happy about that. So, (laughs) he stayed for lunch when asked, but he did not eat or drink anything. They made him a meal. He did not eat or drink anything. Like a vampire. Like, yeah. Except for in the daylight. And probably doesn't sparkle. You knew where I was going with that. Yeah, I did. (laughs) Um, He was just talking. That's all he wanted to do was just talk, talk, talk. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, when she finally noticed something weird, you know, the whole not eating thing and whatever, she, um, when she finally noticed something weird, he told her that he was her hybrid son from the missing pregnancy. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And that's probably why he was so keen on showing her family pictures Mm -hmm. and... All this other stuff, which, I mean, missing pregnancy, yeah, where does it go? Wait, so they just, like, have these hybrid kids and put them back in Earth? I have no idea. Isn't it like taking, like, a pristine rat and putting it in with all the other gutter rats? Probably. That's weird. But I'm wondering, also, if he just kind of took control of his own little ship to come hang out or something. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wouldn't that be, like... If you knew that you had that missing pregnancy. That'd be bizarre. And then all of a sudden, years later, you've got this guy showing up saying that he's your missing hybrid Hi, son. I'm here. Yeah. Make some lunch, mom. bitch. You want to see your grandkid? Yeah. <laughs> like, Holy shit. Can we get a, Can we go on Maury for this? Or yes. <laughs> Maury Povich? Or, are we the father? <laughs> <laughs> and so she kind of, she went along with it. She was kind of believing it, but she wasn't, you know, obviously she was in so- shock. She doesn't mm-hmm. know what to believe. After he left, she waited a little while and um, called the phone company. Yeah. They'd never heard of him. They hadn't sent anybody out yet, but her phone was magically working. I mean, he broke her phone on purpose just so he could meet her? You're a goddamn murderer. Yeah. Um, the last thing I wrote here was that she has had experiences in England... Um, but it's mostly been in Wales around between Cardiff and Swansea. 
Oh my god, I want to go. I know. It just looks so beautiful, too. Yeah. And they have a Doctor Who museum in Cardiff. So, that would be really nice. It's Cardiff's claim to fame. Yeah, it is. They talk about Cardiff all the time in in Doctor Who. Because hmm. I've watched it a million times. And I still cry every time. And <laughs> so, yeah. That's um, just a very, very small tidbit on Hillary Porter. Her name is Hillary Porter. Hillary Porter. Hillary with one L. Hmm. I like that better. Yeah. I'm. It's easier to write because then you're not like, oh, Fuck, I forgot that fucking L again. Okay, so that kind of poses... The, I have a few questions. Okay. Um, philosophical, of course. Of so, course. aliens. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay, so do you think... I don't First of all, do you believe in abductions? Yes. Okay. Um, so, do you think that aliens just are unable to... Like, they don't understand the concept of your subconscious and how humans can actually remember and retain things... It's like deeper than they understand, or do you think that they leave those kinds of thoughts there on purpose? I think it's. A, I think it might be a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. I think they might have the technology to go a little bit deeper into the subconscious to get rid of those visions yeah. and memories. But I think, as almost like an experiment, they don't just. And it probably could be something that they may have tried in the past, but then it just ends up being. Um, too dangerous or too risky because I found like in a lot of like the abduction stories that I read over mm-hmm. this past week, um, I found um, a lot of the experiences weren't malicious. Mm-hmm. They were more, they wanted to be educated and they wanted to be able to um, put the person back as is maybe with a couple extra marks. There was one incident that they're I fucking read. stealing. They're like using us as like baby incubators. I know. I, know. I mean, there's some really weird shit, you know? I know. But there was one um, abduction story that I read. It was very short. She was only abducted the one time. Um, but the alien had told her, basically predicted everything that had happened in her life. Mm-hmm. Um, like before it happened. Um, they did. They told her that she would never be able to have children. But that they had tried to fix that for her so that she would be able to... Bummer. Reproduce, yeah, but it just and she she died childless, hmm. so it was just it was really interesting to me. I, you know, you watch all these movies that are just like aliens or you know just these horrible horrible beings, and all they want to do is hurt or kill or maim or you know just things like that. But then just some of these stories I read, they're just more in it for the research and in it for the curiosity. No, maybe they put false memories there. They might. And um, I guess part of me thinks is, me thinks. Me thinks. Is, uh, so do you think the government has, like, world governments, big governments, have access to people's subconscious when they, do you think that some alien abductions are actually government experience? Yes. I've watched enough X-Files to believe that's true. (laughs) Fox Mulder, you know what I'm talking about, man. David Duchovny, you want to come on our show? (laughs) Um, No, I I do believe that a lot of, um, not maybe like a lot, a lot, but a lot of the abductions are actually the FBI covering up. Mm -hmm. So Um, that's what you think like the men in black are? No, I think the men in black are totally different and we can get on that. We can get that another another time. Because okay. I have There's just so many questions. Okay, cool. <sighs> um, okay, so Hillary would she black out, and then she'd have these migraines. So, what if those memories were from like maybe she was having like psychotic episodes or? That's what I thought too. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe the migraines were releasing too much like oxytocin or whatever it is that. They do. I haven't had migraine in a long time. I'm not good at science, but I I figured I'm you know. I'm a doctor. <laughs> I watch a lot of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, oh shit! Freddie just hit her head. Good times. Uh, Hell, we married with Grey. Um, no, I think that her migraines may have released you know some sort of like chemical in her brain to cause mm-hmm. hallucinations, or she might yeah have gone into a psychotic like. Not like an obvious like she's gonna run do you believe her then? people. I do though. You do. I do believe her because interesting. The fact is, is you know she it had been happening to her and she's very like clear in her stories that she's been telling, and the fact that you know all of these researchers you know because there was more than one 
are coming out to say that that area between Swansea and Cardiff was pretty, pretty active as far as alien abductions go. It's, it's, I know it's easy to be fooled by more than one person, mm-hmm. but it just it makes it a little bit harder to not be. Yeah, I don't know how sense. I feel about her particular... I tend to have a hard time uh, with people that say that they have been the same subject taken over a lifetime. I guess in some ways it makes sense. Like, you'd mm-hmm. want to see, like, an experiment grow. Yeah. But at the same time, <clears throat> I feel like it's almost like a cry for attention. Yeah. Uh, I have a little bit of a hard time with that. Maybe I just don't want to wrap my brain around it. Another thing that I noticed um, is a lot of people claiming abductions are artists. Yeah. Which I find to be really strange. Like, you didn't specifically say she was an artist, but she would draw out all of her abductions yeah, or her memories. Yeah, of drawing out all of that, mm-hmm. I've got this picture, maybe if it wants to stay on. I mean, it page. could be just this fantasy world she created, and that's where she lived occasionally, you know? Um, it might be, but that this is a picture of her and Ken, um, and some of her artwork. Oh, they don't look weird at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she seems nice enough. I just, I don't know. Why does it keep switching pages? This thing is so stupid. Okay. Um, where's that other picture that I saw? Because it was kind of good. Maybe it was in the video. I don't remember, but... Um, her, her stories to me from what I read and what like was in the video and things like that, it was to me a little bit believable just because the way she talked about it, the, it was the way she talked about it. And just from what I could hear her talk about and then what I read in articles, there really wasn't much of a difference. And I know it's really easy to keep your story straight on a lot of things, mm-hmm. but a lot of the times when you have a, um, pathological liar, like that, um, they will quickly change their like stories. Yeah, that's or, true. That's like, a really good point. It, like gradually over time, it'll change. Like you know, the people who are like, oh, it was like five miles, or it was like ten miles, mm-hmm. or it was like a million. It's either miles. to overinflate it or to yeah. fit the circumstance. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it was always it always remained kind of the same. It was never really overinflated. It was never changed from what I could find. I, I mean, I looked through quite a few articles, so. Hmm. There was one video on there that was like two and a half hours long, and I was like, fuck you. I'm not watching that. I had a hard enough time sitting through 45 minutes. <laughs> You're like, I don't need to know that much. I was trying to watch Condense it. I need footnotes. I know. That's what I wanted. That's it was it. footnotes. But, footnotes. Um, I still right. I saw that it was really interesting. Yay. Aliens. Yeah. Aliens. Aliens are interesting. They really are. Um. I just, I've always found them fascinating, but then again, I was also that kid who was extremely terrified by the movie Mars Attacks, and I slept in my closet for weeks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's supposed to be a comedy. <laughs> Dude, you must scare the shit out of me. Ah, yeah. <laughs> the fucking movie, uh, Witches. Oh, really? Yeah, the witches. Yeah. Dude, when they fucking started peeling off their goddamn faces. Yeah. Nope. And their Fuck feet were that. ugly. I know. I, uh, 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 hork. <laughs> hork. Nope. Nope. Um, that scared the shit out of me when I was yeah, kid. Yeah, I can imagine. See, that was like, I, I would watch all these horror movies and all these like, like suspenseful movies and I was never really affected by any of them except for... Alien stuff? No, except for just Mars Attack. Like, I could watch <laughs> Alien and Alien 1 and Predator and, you know, all those other movies. I could watch those and be just fine. Well, Mars Attacks. But Mars Attack, it, it was something about uh, it was something about the Akaks. You know what? Um, I really, that's why I love horror. That's why it's my favorite is because it's such a psychological thing. Um, yeah. One thing that will fuck with you won't fuck with me. Like, I'll laugh the entire time. Yeah. Um, I know my husband and I, he will never watch horror with me because it's all funny to him. <laughs> Except for like exorcism shit, he did not you like any. Around. No, he did not like that. But me, I want to see every fucking video I can see. <laughs> I want to watch every movie. I will. Yeah. I will read every single article I can find on like demonology mm-hmm. and shit. Not because I'm into it, but just because it's fascinating. It is incredibly fascinating. I've been reading a lot about the Zozo demon mm-hmm. lately, um, and it's been known as like the Mama, the the Zozo, the Zaza, mm-hmm. the Momo, or just the Zaza Gabor demon. Yeah, the Zaza Gabor oh. demon. Darling. 
I think that's, but in Latin, how do you say darling in Latin? I don't know, but I think we actually <laughs> talked about Zaza before in the last episode. <laughs> Bitch is rad, okay? She is, was. Respect. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hitting my chest. One for Respect. the homies. Um, <laughs> Purses up. No, but I've been reading a lot and watching a lot about this the Zozo demon and the way it just, it just shows up in all of these different places around the world and like yeah. making all this contact around the world. Shit's it's not weird, just man. in one place. Okay, we need to write that down too as like the Zozo some, demon or just uh, <laughs> demonology and or something. Yeah, we we can fine tune that later. But yeah, I just find that to be really interesting. And yeah. we can figure out next week's what we're going to talk about. Or do you want to do that now, or do we want to just talk about that off? Hey, let's uh, figure it out now, so then that way maybe we can keep our listeners enticed. <laughs> Please keep listening. Like, what the fuck are we going to talk about? I'm telling you, it was a shit show kind of day for oh both of us, God. and so I apologize if we were a little more serious. I have been packing all day. I didn't get half of the cleaning I need to get done. I still need to take a shower because I'm sweaty and smelly and mm-hmm. sticky and disgusting. Wow. That sounds like a cinnamon bun. Yeah, well, you know, it's not like a cinnamon bun because it smells I'm like thinking feet. not. That's <laughs> <laughs> the best. Yeah, oh we won't talk God. about my day. My day no, was bad. Your day was horrible, but I am so excited to go to the South Hill Mall and get me a motherfucking Cinnabon. Girl. Girl. Nobody's excited to go to the South Hill Mall. I know. <laughs> <laughs> How many hours I logged into that fucking mall growing up? I loved that mall. That's funny. That was the place to Just be. Kidding. That was And then I mall. go there now, and it's all sad and decrepit, and there's like heroin addicts sitting on the steps outside of JC Penney. Oh, the good old days. Yeah, it's basically turned into the new little it's, Tacoma, <laughs> new Olympia. Yes. <laughs> As you can tell, uh, Brittany's going home to Washington State. I am. If you don't know where those things are, just to inform you, for a week. That's where my husband is. I'll be all alone. For eight days. He's going to be up there with the kids for eight days. And I'm going to be up there with Ariel for five, seven days. <laughs> I forgot how to count. You're only one day off of him. Yeah, I'm only seven. one day off of him. <laughs> seven of them. Seven. Yep. It's going to be wet and damp. And Stewart's meets there. So that's fucking amazing. Yeah. I miss Washington. I do. But that's another conversation for another yeah, time. Yeah, that is. It is. Most deaf. Um, so what do you want to talk about next time? I think we're going to be recording again that Sunday after we get back, maybe? Depending. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, I think it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, right? No, it won't, because no. we also have that movie to go to. Oh, yeah. So, let as you guys can tell, Brittany and I truly are friends, and our lives <laughs> are very, very entwined. Very entwined. Like, as in keys to each other's homes, we watch each other's children, uh, we're just very close friends. We don't even knock on doors anymore. No, just fuck that. I just kind of went into her pantry and just got vodka without even asking today. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh was okay. that rude? Oh, like, well, fuck you. <laughs> I was like, hey, you want a drink? <laughs> so I could use one today. Yeah. Oh. Like, no, you only get the pineapple juice because that's all you fucking paid for, bitch. <laughs> oh. um, so, so, what do we think? What do we think? We've kind of we done... cults? Yeah, I was going to say, we've like, the past couple of episodes... Cults and serial been... killers are my jam. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I'm into anything strange, weird, macabre. Cults or... Um... <gasps> weird shit things people what eat, I can't speak, I speak like I'm from Metcon... Um, should we do something from around the time of the Satanic Panic? Oh my god. If you could see Kristen's face right now, it's just like she had a wonderful revelation and her life just like got so amazing. Um, okay, we Satanic do, Panic. Let's yeah, do that. Satanic Panic. A story from the Satanic Panic. Yeah, and then once again, we'll, we'll kind of do what we did um, this week is just we'll each research, like, we'll each pick a story. Where I'm assuming the one from the 80s. Um, yeah. Okay, we'll there was a, a couple. Yeah, we'll pick a story from the Satanic Panic of the 80s, and um, we'll use location to kind of make sure we're not doing the same one. Yeah, okay, cool. And um, honestly, I'm going to try to get as much research done as I can. The reason I'm going back up to Washington is because I have um, some family members who aren't doing very well. Both my great-grandparents on my mom's side are getting up there in age. And then I have got an aunt who is battling breast cancer pretty pretty harshly. Uh, Jeremy's up there because he has family members. It's not a great spring vacation. No, it's not. Kids are on spring break down here for us. So um, that's like the perfect time to go so they don't mm. miss 
school, but the reason we're going back isn't for vacation. It's to see family. Yeah. So it's... I'm going to hold down the fort. You are going to hold down the fort. Mark's going to hold, hold down, down the husbands. fort. Hold, you're going to hold down... Yeah. We're going to hold down each other's husbands. Mm-hmm. Um, she's going to stop in and take care of my dog and my guinea pig while Mark's at work for like a million hours a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And possibly make him a couple of meals because she is the most amazing. Fuck yes, I am. Yeah, you are. It just... Well, that's what I, you know, I deserve it after I've been taking Gimli every goddamn day. Seriously. Gimli's adorable. He is adorable. But Check out our Twitter. You'll see him. <laughs> You'll see him. He's fucking great. Not that he really takes much to fucking take care of him. He just lays there most of the time. Goddamn fat ass. <laughs> he is a fat ass. I've been feeding him carrots, though, so. He hopefully. likes those. He likes them, so hopefully it'll help him drop some weight. Yeah, and just make him see So I'll try to get that episode. We'll, we'll record it Sunday. We should probably do it, like, Sunday like midday and then go to the movie later yeah, or do talk- you want to try to get, get like an early movie yeah we'll talk about that later that's all, all right. semantics that we can talk about in a little bit yeah and i don't think they care the latest we'll have it uploaded is monday because i was no i was thinking like upload times uploads are mondays right yeah for the most part for the most part this one i'm gonna try to get uploaded tonight okay um we're going to see how well that goes because I still, I'm going to upload it while I'm in the shower. If it's not done by the time I'm out of the shower, then I don't fucking know what to tell you because my sister Sorry, has guys. shit Wi-Fi. So. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Might have to go to the, <laughs> might have to go to the mall. They might have better Wi-Fi. Hell yeah. I'll go to get the a Starbucks. Bar. No, I'll go sit outside of Melissa's house and text her while she's at work. What's your Wi-Fi password? <laughs> Get up on this podcast. Love you. Oh, I'll just go to her work and log into the Wi-Fi at her work. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Okay, this yeah. was a really informative episode. It was. It wasn't bad. I liked it. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty good. I feel like we were a little too serious, but you know, it's like like, like I, I said, said, it's been a rough shit day. show kind of day. Yeah, <laughs> shit, shit show kind of day. So, all right, guys. All right. Um, please tune in next week. We're going to be talking about the Satanic Panic, and if you don't know what the fuck that is, oh yeah, talk to Cindy Lauper because she knows all about it. Giggity giggity goo. Oh God, Cindy, don't hate me. Isn't she in Seattle? Because I'm freaking out. Or is that the other one? Okay. Sorry, I'm really tired. Kidding, just kidding. kidding. Not kidding. What? Yeah. All right, Don't guys. fucking apologize. <laughs> I'll do what the fuck I want. Sorry, I'll not sorry. <laughs> All, All right, right, guys. We'll we... talk to you, at you next week, I guess. We will. Have yeah. a great week and enjoy yourselves. Comment, subscribe, tell your friends. We're on YouTube. Tell, yes, we're on YouTube. So yep. if you don't have a podcasting app or if you're just sitting mm-hmm. at work, you can go onto YouTube and We're listen on that iTunes, way. iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud. We have a Facebook, a Twitter, yep. and an Instagram. We also have the RSS feed from SoundCloud. So I have um, a podcasting app on my phone, mm-hmm. the Podcast Attic. And I was after I um, got that uh, RSS up to iTunes and they approved us finally, which took days. Um, I was able to search and find our podcast on that app. So you may be able to find it on others as well. Cool. If not, let me know. Let me know so I can add it to other places. Do we have a email? Um, yes. All things strange podcast at gmail.com. And it's all things strange. Mm -hmm. Things are plural. Lots of things. Yes. All of the things. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. We'll talk at you next week. All right. See ya. Bye. Bye.